Welcome to the Digital Edge with Sharon Nelson and Jim Calloway. Your hosts, both legal technologists, authors, and lecturers, invite industry professionals to discuss a new topic related to lawyers and technology. You're listening to Legal Talk Network. Welcome to the 86th edition of the Digital Edge Lawyers and Technology. We're glad to have you with us. I'm Sharon Nelson, president of Sensei Enterprises. And I'm Jim Calloway, director of the Oklahoma Bar Association's Management Assistance Program. Today, our topic is speech solutions for today's lawyer. We are happy to welcome our friend, Britt Lorish, today. Britt is the managing partner of Affinity Consulting Group's Virginia office. Britt is a former litigation paralegal and a former law firm network administrator. She is also certified in a wide variety of law office software and regularly consults with law firms throughout North America, Europe, and the Caribbean on legal technology, legal accounting, and practice management issues. She is also a former chair of ABA Tech Show. Thanks for joining us today, Britt. Thanks so much for having me, Jim and Sharon. It's always a pleasure to spend quality time with the two of you. <laughs> we have spent a lot of time together, and that's a fact. We have. <laughs> <laughs> Britt, would you open us up by explaining a little bit about how lawyers can use speech solutions today and how that maybe differs from what they did in the past? Because there has been quite a sea change, I think. Sure. Um, you know, in years past, I think we saw lawyers slowly move away from good old tapes and analog equipment that they had for dictation and really slowly embrace digital dictation. For some, that was harder than others. Um, I believe I had one lawyer tell me I'd have to pry his uh, tapes out of his cold, dead hands. But that really, you know, was short term because he had a lengthy dictation that got destroyed in one of those old dictaphone machines and the tape shredded. So for the most part, I think we're past that. And most lawyers are really embracing digital recorders and digital dictation. They recognize the advantages of it, um, the sound quality, the backup uh, capabilities. And because lawyers are more mobile now than they used to be, uh, they don't want to have to physically get a tape to their secretary or transcriptionist. They love and have really embraced sending those dictation files electronically. So digital dictation, I think, has, has definitely been embraced. As far as speech recognition, I think there's a lot of people who tried it years ago and were disappointed with it. Um, specifically, Dragon Naturally Speaking is probably the leader in that, in that space. But, you know, honestly, Dragon has come so far in the past 10 years that it's really night and day from where it used to be. The accuracy out of the box is really pretty amazing, and it improves rapidly as you use it. So it's still a bit of a resource hog. You certainly don't want to run it on a laptop or a workstation with minimal, you know, memory and, and processor speed. But that's even improved somewhat. So, you know, you can't really expect a, a, a software product of that nature where it's running complicated algorithms to convert speech to text. You can't expect it not to be a little bit of a resource hog. So I think most people have, have understood that now and are willing to buy um, PCs or Macs that are, are, you know, capable of handling it. Most importantly, though, I think the ability to combine digital dictation technology with speech recognition is really what I find most appealing because the speech recognition piece runs in the background, and it's really not something the lawyer even has to think about. So if desired, the lawyer can just dictate exactly the way he or she always has using whatever microphone he or she prefers and then transmit it to their transcriptionist the way they always have. So the only difference is invisible to them. It's an option that that dictation takes a detour on the way to the transcriptionist, and it goes through Dragon for speech recognition. 
And so that engine kind of runs in the background and the transcriptionist simply gets the transcribed text from Dragon along with the audio of the dictation. So the only work that has to be done thereafter is formatting and proofreading, which is a pretty decent time savings when you think about it. So I like this um, a lot. I think this is a really powerful solution for a lot of attorneys because the ones that I talk to are always saying, oh, I'm intrigued by Dragon, but I don't really want to change my workflow and learn something new. I've heard stories that it takes a long time to train Dragon. I really don't have any inclination to do that. So this way, they kind of get the best of both worlds. They get to use the power of it without really changing the way they work. Brett, are these solutions all traditionally installed software, or are any of them cloud-based applications? That's a good question, Jim, and one we actually get really frequently now as, as more people are moving to the cloud. Uh, the answer is yes to both. Um, most of the digital dictation software vendors that are well-known in the legal market have both cloud and traditional terrestrial products. Uh, so companies like Philips, Big Hand, Winscribe, they all have both cloud and traditional products. There are some features that are going to be available in the traditional version that maybe won't be in the cloud or vice versa, but most of the key features are in both. Um, Nuance, who, who owns Dragon, has certainly provided companies like Big Hands with the cloud server-based speech recognition. So if you're dictating over your mobile device, for instance, and you send it to your transcriptionist via the Big Hand cloud servers, it's still going to have the option to transcribe via Dragon. Where you see the limitations on the cloud side are with Dragon as a standalone product. So if you're trying to use Dragon directly over, uh, let's say, remote desktop, you know, RDP, um, Citrix, or other remote protocols, it's going to be really limited. So, Brett, if I'm hearing you correctly, lawyers who may be on hosted virtual servers cannot use Dragon as effectively. Is that right? They really can't use it on its own the way they might like. And to be honest, I find it a bit clunky. They used to support remote connections much more effectively, but for whatever reason, Nuance changed that. And currently, they're only supporting that in their medical version. Uh, hopefully, that's going to change. But let me explain a little bit about what those limitations are. Dragon right now has to be installed on the local machine you're dictating on because it's got to have direct access to the audio input from your sound card and your microphone. So if you want to dictate into what Dragon calls its Dragon box, uh, think of it as a, a notepad or a WordPad function within Dragon, you can do that, and then you can hit send, and it will send the transcribed dictation over the remote connection into whatever application or screen you have open on your hosted server. Okay? So you can technically do it, but it's really pretty clunky, and custom commands aren't going to work, and this kind of defeats some of the power of Dragon. Could you explain what you mean by custom commands in Dragon? Sure. Um, custom commands are probably my favorite part of Dragon. Uh, basically, anything you do repetitively can be automated. So let's say you regularly want to insert standard attorney-client privilege language. You can create a custom command for that. Or maybe you want to insert your signature block. You can do a command for that. Or open a particular document template you use all the time. The options are really almost unlimited. Um, I use them a lot for things I would otherwise use a keystroke for. You know, like if you do control F for a find uh, or, you know, any, any keystroke, really, you can do that by voice. I even have them in my billing and practice management databases. So, for instance, in tabs in Practice Master, I have commands for things like create new fee, open calendar, create new record, tab five times, uh, things like that. It's really pretty amazing some of the things you can do with the commands, and it really automates daily activities, and I, I kind of refer to them as voice macros. I think a lot of people relate to that. They think uh, they're used to the concept of auto text or macros within their word processors, so if you think of the custom commands the same way, but they're just executed by voice instead of by text. 
I'm thinking that a lot of the people listening might be interested in using Dragon, naturally speaking. So which version do you recommend? Because there there are a number of versions, and there's, I think, a pretty big differential in cost. Yeah, there are. Um, there are three main editions that lawyers might want to consider. I, I don't really count the home edition because that's not really a business user um, license. But um, there's premium, there's professional, and there's legal. Now, premium is going to be the least expensive, and legal is going to be the most expensive of those three, and obviously pro in the middle. I tend to recommend pro the most, but I really try to find out how the attorney is going to use it before I make any recommendation. Uh, the retail on those, just so you know, is uh, $199 for premium, $599 for pro, and $799 for legal, but a lot of consultants will discount those prices. I would say, if I had to think about it, I would say about eight out of 10 times I wind up recommending pro after talking to the average attorney. I think the reason I do that is because with premium, there's some significant limitations for business users. And typically the bump in price to go to pro is worth it for the added features. Legal is basically pro with two key additions. Legal has a dictionary of about 25,000 legal terms, and then it auto formats citations. So when a lawyer asks me, you know, which one they should use, I one of my first questions is, do you do a lot of brief writing? Because if you do, then the legal version may be worth it. You know, it's a couple hundred bucks extra, but, you know, for brief writing, it's great. Um, otherwise, it often isn't necessary, and they can, get, they can get everything they need from Pro. So Pro allows for roaming profiles. And what that means is you can synchronize your voice files across multiple computers, including your transcriptionist. So that means when your transcriptionist corrects your dictation, it actually makes your voice files smarter. It also means if you've got multiple computers that you use Dragon on, um, home, com- you know, business, wherever, uh, your voice files are going to stay synced, and that's a, a real benefit for most users. Premium can't do this. It's not network capable, and it's got other limitations on the custom commands. Um, and since I'm such a big custom command buff, uh, I think that having the more advanced custom command capabilities really allows for more sophisticated workflow. Brett, I recall a few years ago talking to a lawyer and he said exactly what you said. He loved paying extra for legal because he did mostly brief writing and loved the fact that it would get the citations right eight out of 10 times was what he told me. Exactly. As you know, I'm a daily user of Dragon Naturally Speaking uh, and often do demonstrations in my office for lawyers just to show them that it really does work. What do you think are some of the most common misconceptions about Dragon? I would think probably the most common misconception is that it doesn't work. Um, And and then, of course, I'll ask them, when's the last time they tried it? And they tell me 10 years ago. Uh, I think it's like any software. You know, you can't expect that that the version 10 years ago is going to be, you know, as good as the one now. I mean, I first tried it in 1997, and gosh, that was almost 20 years ago now. I hated it back then, but I love it now. As far as other misconceptions, definitely the other one would be that it's only for dictation. Uh, People don't see it as a way to control their whole computer by voice and automate their tasks, um, which it's perfectly capable of doing. So, you know, they can read and reply to email by voice. They can Google things. You know, I could say Google Sharon Nelson and Jim Calloway, and Dragon would go out, open your default web browser, go to Google, put in the search term, and bring back the results, all with one voice command. 
So that's a pretty incredible thing, and particularly for people with like carpal tunnel, other disabilities. You know, it's pretty huge to be able to control your whole computer. I actually installed it a few years back for a judge here in Virginia that has MS. You may know him, Sharon. He was really struggling with the use of his arms, and um, and we put Dragon in, and and he really loved it and embraced it. You know, Dragon is Section 501c certified for people with disabilities, and I've seen a lot of veterans and other people with limited use of their hands really benefit from the software. Well, you're actually bringing to mind a, a moment in tech show that I'll never forget. I was standing next to a gentleman. We were watching an old demonstration of Dragon, uh, and it was not doing very well. And so I, I said to the guy next to me, I said, you know, this thing doesn't really seem ready for prime time. Who would use it? And, of course, he turned around to me, and he had no right arm. <laughs> so yeah. Exactly. That sort of answered the question. Um, and it, it, it certainly is wonderful for that, but it is wonderful for uh, anybody these days. And I think it really is ready for prime time. I've been very impressed by the recent versions and, and how responsive they are to the human voice in a very short time. Absolutely. Well, let's pause now for a commercial break, and then we'll be right back. Looking for a process server you can trust? ServeNow.com is a nationwide network of local pre-screened process servers. ServeNow works with the most professional process servers in the industry. Connecting your firm with process servers who embrace technology, have experience with high-volume serves, and understand the litigation process and rules of properly effectuating service. Find a pre-screened process server today. Visit www.servenow.com. We're glad you're listening to Legal Talk Network. Check us out on Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn, too. Welcome back to the Digital Edge on the Legal Talk Network. Today, our subject is speech solutions for today's lawyer, and our guest is Britt Lorish, who is the managing partner of Affinity Consulting Group's Virginia office and a former chair of ABA Tech Show. So, Britt, what type of recording devices do you use with these various solutions? Well, honestly, you can use almost anything with decent sound quality nowadays. There are a lot of attorneys that still love their traditional slider switch digital recorders. Um, they just really love that slider switch feel, you know. So there are push-button digital recorders, too. There's USB mics. Um, if I had to pick a favorite in that realm, I would say it's probably the Philips DPM-8000. Um, it has an added bonus. Not only is it a really, you know, solid, sturdy product, but um, you can bounce it off the floor a few times and it probably won't break. But it has the added bonus of being able to use it as a USB mic when you are connected to your computer. So that's pretty, pretty great. Um, some lawyers like array mics that they can just set on their desk and push a button to activate. Uh, I'm personally not, uh, you know, a great fan of those, but I think they get more background noise. But you can use them. I personally use a Bluetooth mic because... I use it for a wide variety of things on my laptop, including Skype and Microsoft Link and, you know, a number of other things. So I like to just, just have one mic for everything. I personally use a Plantronic CO53, um, and I, I love it. So that's my personal preference. But mobile devices, I think, are fast becoming the microphone of choice for a lot of lawyers um, because everyone carries a smartphone with them all the time. So why not use it as your mobile recorder as well? It all really depends on, I guess, your personal preference. Do you find that younger lawyers are embracing speech solutions, or are they just so good at keyboarding that they don't really explore those options? I think some are resistant. Um, you know, there's there's definitely a handful that I've talked to uh, that, that say, I'm, I'd never use it. I'm just too good on a keyboard. But, you know, when faced with certain facts, a lot of them are willing to concede. So, you know, the bottom line is 
everyone can speak faster than they type, even the fastest typist. So, I mean, I'm pretty fast on a keyboard, Jim, but I'm also a northerner and I've been known to talk pretty fast. (laughs) So Dragon (laughs) is almost always faster than typing for me. Um, Obviously, this doesn't apply when you're in a public location and you wouldn't want your voice overheard. You're discussing confidential information, you know, things of that nature. So, you know, obviously you have to use judgment, but it's a big time saver for, for even younger attorneys. I think one of the things that has come about for me in, in doing this over the last, you know, 10, 15 years is I've really noticed um, and, and heard a lot of, I hate to say older attorneys, but more experienced attorneys complaining to me that they think younger attorneys are less adept at oral arguments because they don't practice formulating their thoughts. Um, and they say that attorneys who dictate really have to stop and formulate their, their thoughts before they speak. They think before they speak. And in doing so, they actually develop more eloquent oratory skills. And I, I really had to stop and think about that and go, you know, you're right. You're probably really right. But when you, all you do is pound on a keyboard all day, you're not practicing your, your skills in that, in the, uh, you know, oral argument perspective. So I really think that that was a, a really great argument. And I often will speak to younger lawyers when they, when they sort of, you know, poo-poo the idea of speech solutions. I, I said, well, have you thought about it this way? And uh, often that, that it resonates with them. Well, you really hit a button there with me uh, when you talked about uh, uh, older versus experienced, because I find the older I get, the more I like to be called experienced. <laughs> so keep, keep up that good work there, Britt. <laughs> yeah, you, you referred to some of the uh, younger attorneys, and I know it's, it's pretty hard to pry their smartphones away from them. So I'm guessing that they're using these solutions a lot on their phones, as you mentioned. Um, so is that really where they tend to be, and what kind of apps are they using? Yeah, you know, they're, they're definitely part of the mobile generation, without a doubt. Um, and there are some great apps out there. I, I would have to say uh, some of it's going to depend on what their firm is using for digital dictation, et cetera. But, um, you know, all the big players out there have apps. So Big Hand, Philips, Windscribe, Dragon has several apps, actually. There's also some low-cost ones. So if they're, you know, a solo or, you know, a real small firm that maybe doesn't have a, a, a enterprise solution or, you know, a bigger firm product, they can have, you know, some products that will work for them at a very low cost. Uh, Dictate and Connect by Dictimus. That's about $16.99, I think. Um, there is a free version, but probably wouldn't want to use it because it limits the, the length of dictations. Um, and you can only have a few at the same time. So I don't really recommend those free versions. But there's some pretty inexpensive ones. Um, Express Dictate, I think, is another one. Uh, Voxy might be another one. Um, you know, obviously, I tend to work more with the big hand, the Phillips, the Windscribes, things like that. But there are some other products out there, and uh, and definitely the younger attorneys are embracing those. Well, Britt, I'm sure a lot of our listeners are having the thought that they do after hearing many experienced and knowledgeable technology consultants. Okay, you've mentioned a whole lot of solutions. Since there are so many solutions, how can a person decide which solution is right for me? Well, you know, a lot of that comes down to personal preference. Different things are going to appeal to different people. Um, you know, there's going to be different factors, price, ease of use, the functionality, the reliability, the size of firm may factor into it. You know, for instance, if a firm is a, a really large firm with multiple offices and they are seeking out a new digital dictation product, a lot of those times they'll have multiple offices with shared typing pools, sometimes in even different time zones. So, for instance, they might have a New York office and an L.A. office. Well, 
they're going to want a product that's going to allow them to do um, shifting of the transcription pools so that when the, it's five o'clock in New York, transcription goes to LA for transcription because, you know, the, the attorneys still want somebody working on it. You know, those are really big enterprise solutions that, you know, the smaller firm's not going to care about. So there's going to be a lot of little things like that, um, that you really have to think about your workflow, what's important to you, what's your budget, a lot of things like that. I don't think there's a one size fits all at all. I really believe in evaluating the workflow and finding the best solution to match each from all the way from microphones to software. Well, I think Jim and I can agree with you. That's probably what all three of us recommend. Uh, I want to especially thank you, as I know Jim does too, for providing such a content-rich conversation. This was really great. I always learn something when I talk to you, Britt. So thank you so much for sharing your expertise with us. Oh, thanks so much for having me, Jim and Sharon. I really appreciate it. That does it for this edition of the Digital Edge Lawyers in Technology. And remember, you can subscribe to all the editions of this podcast at LegalTalkNetwork.com or on iTunes. And if you enjoyed our podcast, please rate us on iTunes. Thanks for joining us. Goodbye, Miss Sharon. Happy trails, cowboy. Thanks for listening to the Digital Edge. Produced by the broadcast professionals at Legal Talk Network. Join Sharon Nelson and Jim Calloway for their next podcast covering the latest topic related to lawyers and technology. Subscribe to the RSS feed on LegalTalkNetwork.com or in iTunes. The views expressed by the participants of this program are their own and do not represent the views of, nor are they endorsed by, Legal Talk Network, its officers, directors, employees, agents, representatives, shareholders, and subsidiaries. None of the content should be considered legal advice. As always, consult a lawyer.